Welcome back to the Moti Channel Reseller Podcast. This is Joshua Esters back again with another episode. So thank you guys for uh, <clears throat> coming back to the podcast. It's been a while since I hopped on the mic. So let me just kind of just get straight to the content. So in this episode, um, I want to talk about making money all day, every day. Making money all day, every day. And what I want to talk about is sort of a, a mindset shift. <clears throat> a, mindset, a mindset shift from thinking, um, from thinking about making money hourly, so on an hourly basis, to making money on a daily basis. Okay, so just transitioning from thinking of how much do I make an hour to how much do I make a day. Every day, you should be making money. See, in the business that we're in, we are in, and actually any entrepreneurial journey, you're going to be making money every single day, any time of the day, all the time. You know, so if 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 there's a, a day, which there hasn't been a day, there hasn't been a day I haven't made any money um, in for, for a very long time. You know, I don't even know how long, but at least a couple of years. <clears throat> there's, there hasn't been a day where I had no sales, you know. And um, <clears throat> when that day comes, that, that's that that's going to be alarming, right? See, that's a red flag, like something's going on, something happened or something, uh, uh, something progressed that I missed and I didn't see coming. And then the, the final result was not having any sales or not making any money in one day, you know? So, <clears throat> but this was a mindset shift for me that I had to adopt um, when I started, you know, working, uh, full time in my business. Okay. So there's three things I want to talk about. So three things, three, three, uh, sub areas, I guess, of this topic of making money all day, every day that I want to get into. Uh, the first thing, the first thing is you get what you focus on. Okay. And <clears throat> This is one of the uh, one of the challenges in life in general is that you get what you focus on. You know, it's it's very true. And if anyone who, um, you know, followed or read the secret when it came out and read books similar to that. Right. Or in that genre of um, personal development. um you know, in that genre, if you were, if you were, you know, uh, in that reading that stuff, looking at that stuff, watching those movies or whatever, you will realize <clears throat> that, or you probably realize that a lot of the, a lot, a lot of it could be boiled down to you get what you focus on. And it's very hard to do this sometimes because even though I prove myself wrong every single time and what i mean by that is i i i focus on something and then in the back of my mind i am hesitant or doubtful that 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 thing will come true but the more i focus on it i get it 
And then even the next time, I'm still a little doubtful, even though I keep proving it to myself that whatever I focus on, I get. Um, but let's 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 reel it back to e-commerce. Um, I remember back, um, you know, early 2020. Uh, yeah, early 2020, very late 2019. Um, well, 2019, I had a very uh, bad year in business. I had one, one of my worst years in business. And I was pretty down. I was down pretty bad. And I needed to, um, I needed to make some money. So I got a part-time job uh, working at a bank. You know, my background is in banking. And <clears throat> I remember, like, you know, being at work on, you know, a lot of days. And I'd be writing down a little piece of paper, you know, how I would, you know, get to $100 a day in profit. Because I needed to make at least $100 a day, you know, to cover my bills. And, you know, to to to, to live. You know, I wasn't $100, $100 a day wasn't going to make me rich or anything like that. I wanted to just make a hundred dollars a day, right? So I can get back on my feet, you know, so I don't need the job anymore. Um, and in my, in my opinion, I think getting that job actually hindered me, um, more than helped me because it, it just basically took away my focus. But, um, and I was, I was sort of close to that, uh, sort of, and I was selling on Poshmark pretty heavy during that time um and i was doing pretty well and this is this was during a time where I, I was i was selling a lot on poshmark and i was you know get, uh, approaching that you know three thousand dollars in profit a month on poshmark a hundred dollars a day is three thousand a month and i just remember writing on a napkin not a napkin but like a small piece of paper you know, how am I going to make a hundred dollars? You know, I'm going to, I got to sell. What's my average profit? What, how many items do I need to sell? What's my average profit and multiply those two and bam, that's my number of units. I need to sell a day to make a hundred dollars a day and just constantly focusing on that. And, um, and, you know, I was doing all the things you, you, you need to do on Poshmark in terms of uh, sharing. And I was coming up with some creative ways where I had my virtual assistant. She was uh, sharing uh, the listings. Um, this is before they implemented the, the sharing uh, tool they have now. Because right now you can, you can easily share. Uh, you can select multiple listings and share them all at the same time. You know, back then you had to click on each listing and share each listing, you know, so, which was very nerve wracking, but, um, they finally got the memo. Uh, but anyways, so I was coming up with all these creative ways and, <clears throat> and I was, you know, approaching it, you know, a hundred, hundred dollars a day. Now I never really, I never really hit it consistently on Poshmark, but what ended up, ended up happening was I ended up, uh, uh, you know, putting some listings up on Etsy, you know, before I was selling on Etsy. So I started selling Etsy in 2020 and then I started hitting my goal. Okay. Um, and, and it, that, that changed everything. Um, I had quit that job. Was it maybe like five or six months, like back in May of 2020. Uh, 
you know, my, my, my wife was pregnant with our twins at the time, you know, obviously the COVID thing was happening. Everybody was bugging out and, you know, people were a little bit reckless at my job in terms of, you know, their outside activities. So I was like, you know what? I don't know what they're doing, who they're hanging out with, but I know they're being reckless because they're, they're coming in and talking about the things that they're doing. And then people are coming to work with COVID. I'm like, yeah, I got to go. You know what I'm saying? So I got to get up out of here. You know, um, this is very early on in the pandemic, right? So I was like, okay, well, just to be on the safe side, I don't know what the effects are with my wife. If I come home and and my wife gets COVID and, then my, and you know, I got three other kids and they get, I don't have any help out here. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't have family. I don't have mom and dad to drop the kids uh, drop my kids off um your grandparents to drop my kids off or help it's just me and my wife we do this you know what i'm saying so um if something happens to either one of us that's disaster you know what i'm saying for our family so uh even though i wasn't fully in a spot where i can just quit i wasn't a good enough i was obviously i was in a good enough spot it wasn't a great spot but i was in a good enough position to do it and i just left and then when I did that, that's when my business took off, took off, you know what I'm saying? My business just took off, you know, um, which is why I said I kind of, kind of, you know, maybe might have overreacted, um, to begin with, to think I needed to get a job, but, um, but neither here nor there It's just part of the story, but you get what you focus on and, um, uh, and I, I don't think that's anything new for anyone, <clears throat> It's just a fact of life. And even though we keep proving it to ourselves that we get the things that we focus on, we still tend to not believe things will happen. I'm like that too. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so it's a constant effort to think and keep, um, keep increasing my dreams and keep increasing my vision and keep believing that I get what I focus on. So it's very important to uh, to make that a habit and to not sell yourself short. And <clears throat> that's the first thing is I want you want to talk about or I already talked about is you get what you focus on. The second thing I want to discuss in in the matters of making money all day every day is the snowball effect. Um, <clears throat> you know, I was having a conversation with a family member not too long ago you know, asking me about business and entrepreneurship, you know, um, it's, it's, it's actually kind of difficult for me. Like if, if you're coming, if someone comes to me and, you know, wants to learn about entrepreneurship, right. Or business, I don't know what to tell them because it all depends on where you are in your life. Right. Like if you're, you know, 30 years old, right. And then you never thought about business before, or you kind of did, or you don't really know much. The, 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 what I'm going to tell you is different from obviously what, what I'm going to tell you is different than someone who actually maybe started a business or who's been, you know, moving towards entrepreneurship all through their twenties. I can, I can relate to that person. I can have an easier conversation with that person. But if you're green to business and entrepreneurship, the really the first thing to do is to just do stuff, you know, like you just have to get out there and start stuff, do stuff because, um, I, you can't, I mean, 
I, I, I learned that you can't really learn entrepreneurship um, through maybe a conversation or a book, you know, without action, right? Because none of it, none of it means anything because it's, it's just hard to transfer that knowledge because um, it's not necessarily knowledge on how to do, it's more uh, how to think, you know, and it's, it's very difficult to teach people how to think, you know, so you really have to just jump into something and then jump into as many things as you can, because what happens is, um, uh, what, because what happens is, you know, the first thing you do is not the last thing you're going to do. The second thing you do is not the last thing you're going to do. You're going to keep throwing spaghetti at the wall until something sticks and there's no telling on how many uh sp- how many spaghetti you're going to be throwing at the wall you know it, 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 nothing might never stick or not not never stick but something might not ever stick until you know a lot later in life but <clears throat> i can only really speak to someone and 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 really have a conversation with someone uh without having to um ask a whole bunch of questions to someone who's you know constantly out there in the field doing things constantly starting businesses or running a business and trying things and listening and reading books and also trying things and doing things here and doing things there um but anyways but but what i would say just going back to my initial thought about the snowball effect but i would say to someone who's entirely green to entrepreneurship and business and not even necessarily entirely green. This actually goes for anybody, you know, anybody who's never thought this way. It's to just focus on, you know, milestones, so small milestones on how much you make in a day, right? So figure out how to make $10 a day in, in, in a business venture, in an entrepreneurial venture. Make $10 a day in profit, okay? Once you hit that, you will feel a sense of accomplishment and also you will feel a sense of boldness to try to go for $20 in a day. See, once you hit the 10, you don't know how you're going to do it or blah, 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 blah. And then you end up doing it. And then once you hit the $10, you say, oh, If I do this same thing in a different way or do it a little bit harder or, you know, go a little bit harder or be a little bit more efficient or try it this way, I can make $20. Then you end up making $20. Okay. So you snowball from 10 to 20. Okay. You make $20 a day. So $20 a day. In a month, you will have $6, $600, excuse me, $600 in profit. Not a bad sum, you know, for, for entrepreneur just starting out. Even $10 a day, right? So let's back up. So $10 a day, this is how I think about making money. I think about making money on a daily basis and then also how much that is on a monthly basis. And then I get to the years later on at a, at a later calculation. But I'm mainly focused on how much money do I need to make a day to hit my monthly target. So I'm not really thinking about it on a yearly basis. I'm thinking about a monthly, uh, a daily basis. And then after that, you know, I'm thinking about my monthly. Okay, so $10 a day is $300 in profit a month. You know, 
not bad. That could be somebody's car payment. That could be, you know what I'm saying, somebody's student loans or something like that, right? Jump to 20, you double, $600. Cool, that may be, you know, a third of your salary. You know what I'm saying? So a third of your monthly salary. And you can either, you know, like I said, pay off some bills or pay off some loans or something like that, okay? And then maybe save some money, <clears throat> all right? So you go to 20 and it doesn't matter if you go to 25 or if you double 20 or 40. I don't recommend doubling all the time. I don't recommend that because you start straining yourself and then you might not hit your target and it just throws you off if you're not hitting targets. So I'll say 20, okay, to 25 or even 30, all right? So let's say you go from $20 a day. Now you're thinking about how do I make $25 a day? So if, I, if I'm making $20 a day, and if I do this same thing, I do a, a little bit like this or a little bit like that or a little bit like this. And you start comp combining the different scenarios that help you get to $25 a day. Do that to get to $25 a day. $25 a day. On a monthly basis, is $750 a month. So you go from $600 to $750. You got an extra $150. Not too shabby. Okay. All right. Cool. Now you now you start to figure out how to make thirty dollars a day. Get to thirty dollars in a day. Thirty dollars a day is nine hundred dollars a month. <clears throat> That's where I, my for my Poshmark. I've been building my Poshmark back up, and it's been going pretty well. Um, <clears throat> let me first say this: um, a lot of, there's a lot of people who uh, who think the multi-channel strategy, the multi-channel strategy is about kind of spreading yourself too thin across all these different places no it's not i don't spend equal amounts of time on all the platforms i sell on okay um <clears throat> the incremental cost for me and my time to sell on poshmark in addition to etsy is small okay it's small because for one i know the that i know the platform okay for two it doesn't take me it takes me um it doesn't take me much time to sign into Poshmark and start fulfilling my orders. <clears throat> Poshmark is actually easier and faster because I don't have to measure my packages. I don't have to weigh my packages because, you know, Poshmark is five pounds and under. Now, if you have something that's over five pounds, you there's a process that you have to go through for that. But if, as long as the product is under five pounds, I can put it in any box. So it's very easy to do my thing. I, I don't even use boxes, by the way. For my products <clears throat> but i have uh, i have a uh, uh, um these envelopes that i use put in the envelope bam 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 it's really fast poshmark is very easy you know for me at least you know and it's easy for anybody who can who who just starts selling on it you know it's easy for anybody who just uses it so the incremental cost for me to start on poshmark is very or to you know sell on poshmark is very minimal you know now the cost from to for me to sell on ebay the incremental cost the just basically the cost in addition to me selling on etsy that that uh that additional cost in terms of my time that's what i mean in terms of my time and my efforts to sell on ebay is more than poshmark but it's not much you know it's easier for me to sell on poshmark and on ebay you know i got it there's a, there's a lot more moving pieces okay but I already took the time to figure eBay out years ago and all that kind of stuff. So the incremental time is very small. Okay. So I, I don't spend a ton of time 
on these platforms. I spend most of my time on Etsy, but I do have other platforms I sell on and I'm, you know, building up, building them up. <clears throat> but anyways, my point is, my point is, uh, my Poshmark, I look at it, I look, I look at my Poshmark in $30 increments. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> in, in terms of how much money I want to make in a day. So, I, you know, I try to make at least $900 in profit a month on Poshmark, at least, you know, with, with the bare minimum of effort. Okay. And, um, my goal is to get it to $50 a day in profit and which is, which is $1,500 in profit on a monthly basis. That is my, my goal. But right now <clears throat> I'm doing about, um, I'm doing about $35, roughly $35, anywhere between 30 and $35 daily on Poshmark. And it's been, it's been, it's been growing, but average, you know, about $30 a day, 30 or $35. So I'm making anywhere from 900 to, uh, $1,050 in profit this past month, this past month and a half, I'm on track to, to continue doing that. Um, <clears throat> I'm on track to do that anyways, uh, on a monthly basis rather. Um, so, <clears throat> so I do an increments of 30. Okay. So $30 a day, like I said, it's $900 in profit, $900 in profit a month. And then $50 a day is, uh, uh, um, $1,500 in profit a month. Okay. So I'll just give an example of, 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 of me, right? So $30, here, here's what I do. $30 a day. For me to hit about $30 a day, here's what I do on Poshmark. Um, I already have listings and stuff like that. The way, the way I set up, and this is not a Poshmark episode. So I have, I have an episode on Posh about Poshmark in my catalog. Uh, I don't know the exact, um, a podcast episode it is, but if you go back, it says, you know, uh, it's part of the multi-channel seller series Poshmark. So multi-channel seller series. If you look for that, um, back in the catalog, it'll say multi-channel seller series Poshmark or something of that nature. But anyways, um, <clears throat> so I already have stuff already set up on Poshmark. It's just a matter of me making things available. And then you have to share your listings, right? The, like share your listings. You have to share your listings. If you want sales, literally my experience, that's all you really have to do. That's, that, that's really all you have to do after you get set up. So once you're set up on Poshmark, just share your listings. I do uh, I have my wife doing it now, but when I was doing it, I was doing it in the mornings. I'll do it when I wake up. I'll share in the middle of the day, and I'll share in the evening. Um, a lot of times before I go to bed, but as long as I'm in the evening, and I'll also make sure I'll try to share to the posh parties. Now my wife does it. She uh, she does it three times a day. As long as it's morning, afternoon, evening. So long as you do it, I don't care what time. Okay, um, and. And it's been going really well. Now, I, you know, prior to what the past month or so, the past couple months, I wasn't really too active on Poshmark. I was really focused on my Etsy, but um, but Etsy is, um, you know, it's, <clears throat> you know, the times that we're in is a bit bit crazy right now. My sales have been sliding. You know, my sales have been sliding on Etsy. And, uh, and, you know, they gave me, that gave me the motivation to, you know, 
make sure I'm I'm optimizing my other platforms. But anyway, so so my sales have been diving, you know. So I was doing about eleven hundred dollars a day um, in sales from January all the way up to April thirtieth. Literally May first is when things have changed. Things changed May first. I, I look at this stuff, on, you know, I follow my stuff daily, you know what I'm saying? So I know, you know, so May 1st is when my sales took a dip. So obviously, you know, the algorithm is not, you know, and then, you know, they're changing, Etsy's been changing their algorithm and how they do things to be expected. But um, my sales have been taking a dip. So, you know, it's past two months I've been, okay, you know, adjusting my, um, you know, how, how I, you know, how I do things on each platform to make sure, um, you know, up to date with what the platform wants, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, finding new tricks and tips to get my sales back up because a lot of it is, is manufactured. So, uh, and some of it is, ha some ha it has to do with, uh, you know, the, the market has really been taking a huge hit in terms of like stock market and crypto has been taking a huge hit since that time. I mean, it's already been going down for some time before that, but May 1st, all the way up until now, people have been, you know, gas has been going crazy and, you know, Ukraine, all this kind of stuff in, in, on a macro basis, it does have some effect on how the way people are spending their money. Uh, there was a lagging effect in, in my market, you know, people were still spending money, but I think, you know, uh, as markets tank even further, which they have been, uh, people are more scared. People are spending money less and, um, uh, on a macro basis. So some of that trickled into my market and, uh, has had an effect on myself in addition to, uh, being unfavored by the algorithms. All right. So for whatever, you know, for whatever, for whatever changes they've made, what I'm doing is unfavorable for their changes. So I just need to, uh, do, do, um, I need to do what I can do, which is, you know, make sure I'm going into my account, making sure my, you know, my marketing is up to, up to speed, going through my listings, making sure my pictures are, you know, how they need to be. And so make sure, you know, I am, uh, favorable for the platform as it's changing. So there's things that I do for that. But anyways, that, that's pushed me to, uh, it's pushed me to make sure I'm, you know, selling more on eBay, selling more on Poshmark. And, um, I've been talking about the SOPs for a long time. And part of me creating the SOPs, actually for a different reason, but it actually fits into, uh, it's, it's been positively affecting me in, an, in, um, during these times in this, for, uh, during these times in the sense that it's allowing me to have more time to focus on, uh, getting, uh, scaling. So getting, um, you know, virtual assistants to do the work that I would have to do to, to maintain multiple platforms. Um, so getting some help with that, allowing me to scale has been, has been very helpful, but anyways, so, um, so back to my example, using me as an example from going from $30 a day to $50 a day on Poshmark. So, um, <clears throat> so right now I'm sharing three, three times a day. I have some, uh, some listings that, uh, I have like most of my sales on Poshmark come from uh, just a few listings. So there's an 80-20 rule happening there. 
So um, a few of my listings get most of the sales because what happens is uh, for one reason or another, you know, I have a, a product that's very popular, a few products that are very popular and Poshmark, they, they market the products on Facebook and all these other places. And then people, you know, buy, you know, and it's been successful, you know, because people were making purchases from the marketing, it reinforces the marketing. Okay. Uh, so I have a few products like that. So my goal to get from 30, that, that, and that allows me to make about $900 in profit a day, just that alone. Okay. So having those products doing what they're doing, um, and, and it's been consistent that way. It's been that way in terms of like the, the, the products that I, um, that do well on Poshmark has been that way for at least a year and a half. So it's pretty consistent. It's not a, a fad or a trend or something like that. It's just actually something that's very consistent. You know, it's been that way for a year and a half on Poshmark. But anyways, so f- to go from 30 to 50, I need to, um, well, my plan is to get more listings on Poshmark. I don't have, uh, all of my, everything I sell is not on every single platform. It's not like I have all my products that are on Etsy also on Poshmark. No, it's like some of the products I have on Etsy are on Poshmark. Some of the products on eBay are also on Poshmark, but everything is not listed everywhere. And, um, because of the amount of things I have to do, I have not had the time to do that. And that's part of, that was part of the, um, the project, the SOP project, creating the standard operating procedures is, uh, getting, getting somebody to help me cross posts from my products from Etsy onto, um, uh, Poshmark and, and eBay, because that's how I'm going to scale. I'm going to scale by getting all of my things in multiple places. Now I've done it myself up until a certain point where it's like, now I'm like, it's very time consuming to try to do, try to continue doing this. I did all the work myself for as much as I could. And, you know, and it's, it's, it's done well for me, but in order to scale, I need to, you know, I have products that, uh, uh, I'm sort of like a bottleneck right now where it's like, I need, um, I need, there's products that I want to add to my catalog, but I, um, it's taking me a long time to do it because I have to do it in addition to all the other things I have to do, I have to do. And I'm not getting to adding the new products to my catalog. And then once I add them to the catalog, I need to, you know, basically cross post them to all the platforms that I want to sell them on. That's a whole process. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a whole, it takes a lot of time and I do a lot of things and it's just, I've been putting that on the back burner. So that's what the SOPs are going to help me do is basically write down the process and have somebody else do that. But that's how I'm going to get from 30 to 50 is basically adding more products. And then I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even going to, uh, increase my sharing, you know, I can, but I'm first going to test if having more products, uh, in my uh, Poshmark store, will do the do the job. Doing that first, okay. So if nothing happens, if nothing changes, I add more products. I add you know you know twenty more listings to my 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 catalog, and then no additional sales happen. I'm still getting nine hundred dollars a month in profit and thirty dollars a day. And then okay, now I'm gonna up it up to maybe I need to share more, okay. But I honestly don't think more sharing is gonna help me. Um, well, not, not that it won't help me that I don't think it's going to, um, make the difference. Okay. But I could be wrong. 
but we'll see. I'm not going to go there first. I'm going to start with adding more listings to my Poshmark store. So that's how I'm going to get go from thirty to fifty dollars a day. So I'm 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 thinking in terms of increments like that. Now, um, once I get to fifty, I'll see I'll see what number I want to go to after that. Maybe I'll you know um, you know maybe I'll try to uh, uh, get seventy five dollars a day uh, and, and make seventy five dollars a day on Poshmark, you know. But I need to first get to fifty. That's what I'm trying to get to. I'm not even focused on what's ha- after that. Let me get to fifty. Let me see what things are looking like. And then from there, I'm like, okay. So adding the listings did X. So I, mean, I, might, I might add 20 more listings to my Poshmark store and my sales go from $50 a day to $60 a day. Yeah, that's possible, you know? And then from there, it's like, oh, okay. So maybe I need to add a few more listings, right? Maybe get to $75. So let me just, I'm, I'm going to first focus on that. But I think of I think of in snowball effects. So once you start, you know, doing making ten dollars a day, you make twenty dollars a day, and then from there you make thirty dollars a day. You just snowball your way up, doing the exact same business or the same business model, but you become more efficient. You become more involved. You become more, you know, uh, you become more knowledgeable. You know, you know, you're 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 figuring out ways to increase the amount of money you make in a day in the same business model okay so i would say that to anybody just try to just focus on how much you're making a day you know how much you're making a day all right and the last thing i want to uh uh talk about is is, it, it sort of relates to one and two so number one is you get what you focus on and number two is Focusing on that snowball effect, getting those milestones of um, starting with ten dollars a day in profit, moving up to twenty, and then maybe twenty-five or thirty, and then from there, you know, thirty to thirty-five, forty, fifty, so on and so forth. And using your uh, your new knowledge base as you hit these milestones, using your knowledge base to uh, find ways to increase your 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 daily number. Um, the third thing is <clears throat> is um, is just uh, nat- is raising the bar, you know, raising the bar. So uh, once you do number one and two, you naturally raise the bar for yourself, right? <clears throat> um, there's this this crazy this crazy thing that happens um, where uh, when it when it comes to money and it also come also other areas in life too. But when it comes to money, once you start making a certain amount of money. You don't make less. You know what I'm saying? Like, like once you start making like, okay, oh, wow, I, I make $5,000 a month now. Like before, like maybe at one point you was making $1,000 a month. You know, you're, I mean, you know, that's how much you made, $1,000 a month and $12,000 a year. And then you start making $5,000, you are like, there's no way in hell I'm going to make $1,000 a month again. You know, there's no way in hell. So you you are you naturally raise the bar because you naturally have new habits, you natural you naturally have new ways of thinking, and you naturally just do not accept anything less than what you're already making, you know, uh, what what your new income is. So you're gonna do everything in your power to make sure you are hitting five thousand dollars. And I think and another thing is it doesn't require a lot of time, a lot of energy. 
Because once you hit these milestones, you realize it just it's just yeah, you may have done you may have done more work, but it's not really it didn't consume you. Or maybe it did. But you just naturally raise the bar. You will you accept nothing less than. You know, it, <clears throat> it's uh it's a hard lesson to learn, you know, um, because this 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 can apply to so many different areas when it comes to money, you know, in 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 in, in other areas of life too. But I'll give you a, an example of how this. Uh, I'll give you an example of how this phenomenon, I guess, it, it, for for the lack of a better word, um, can work against you. Okay, so I'll give you a phenomenon of how this works against you. Okay. See, the thing is like you naturally, uh, 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 you naturally raise the bar to your new level. You accept nothing less. Now, here's a, here's a way that this affects a lot of people negatively. Okay. You can get used to, um, going into debt and then paying off debt. Okay. And I will admit that has been my cycle for a lot of my, my, my younger years, you know, and it's some, it's, it's some of my cycle now, but I, I am getting to a point where it's like, okay, I, 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 I understand now. I, I understand how this is negatively affecting me and I'm going to trans and I'm, and I'm transitioning out of that, you know, uh, it's basically transitioning, uh, transitioning my relationship with the debt, um, because, you know, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's kind of funny because I was listening to an audio book on money management and this guy was, uh, he was, he was a proponent of, you know, when, when you're younger, you want to go into debt. Okay. You want to go into debt to, you know, to, you know, invest in your education or invest in things, you know, or, or, or even buy things. Um, not like going to debt just to buy a boat to go boating or something like that. And it was like, no, you go into debt for whatever reason, buy a car or, um, but I, I think the context of what he was saying was around education, but it's just, it's, it's like, yeah, it's okay to go into debt because what you're doing is, and it, I never thought of this before. I never thought of it like this before. Like when you go into debt, you, um, you take away money from your future self. Okay. Now that makes sense when you're younger, because when you're older, right, you, uh, the, you know, or theoretically, theoretically, when you're older, you're going to make more money than you would when you're younger. So theor theoretically, it's somewhat, there's, there's, uh, there's some, there is a threshold of what's okay to go into debt for, because you're going to have, you're going to make way more money later on in life to be able to pay that off, to pay that investment off. So your future self will be able to pay off this, this debt. Right. Um, and, uh, what was the other, what was the other thing he said? He said, um, he said, he said something along the lines where when you borrow money, you take away money from your future self. And then when you lend money or you invest money, you give money to your future self. I don't know why I never thought of it that way, but I thought that was brilliant. I was like, wow, that's, that's, that's actually, yeah, that's actually what's happening. Right. But anyways, but my point is, um, <clears throat> you know, 
I am very, um, uh, I'm, I'm very f familiar with debt. I'm very familiar with credit, credit debt. Now here's the thing. I don't have any, um, personal, I don't, I don't have much personal loan debt or personal debt. Uh, I have a little bit of a student loan. I pay my, I pay my, you know, my wife had a little bit of student loan, like together less than 10. Uh, what is it? Probably less than seven grand, maybe maybe eight grand. Less than the eight grand, me and my wife combined in student loan debt. And the only reason why I haven't paid it off because I don't have to. You know what I'm saying? Like the interest rates are so low, uh, the payments are so low. They keep doing these deferred things where you don't have to pay anything, and um, it, it it and it doesn't affect my credit positively by paying it off. So. Um, so I, I just been kind of like, you know, letting it linger on, you know, uh, but eventually I want to pay it off really, really quickly. But uh, outside of that, I don't have any personal debt. OK. Oh, excuse me. That's not true. My car. OK. My car. Yeah. I got in my car. Let me think about this real quick. So my car, my student loans. That's it. OK. That is it. That's for it for, for sure. Now I do have some business uh, uh, debt that I put on my personal side. So I have a personal card, personal credit card that I put some business debt on. Um, but as far as like actual personal debt, like as far as like, you know, this is debt that's personal. Now it shows up as personal, this business that I'm talking about. So yeah, on paper, yes, it's personal. But that that that's you know that's being paid off, you know, um, through um, cash flow from my business, um, and that's about it's four. Uh, was it forty about forty five hundred? At first it was eight grand, but it's forty five hundred. It's eight grand a couple couple of months ago, but now it's forty five hundred. But you know I'm I'm inching out, inching at it as time goes by, and during Q four I do load up that personal credit card sometimes to. Um, uh, to, you know, have, um, to buy inventory to, to fulfill the demand for Q4. But, but on paper, yeah, that's, that's, that's personal debt. But in actuality for me and my business, it's not. So my only personal debt is, um, uh, my car and my student loans or my, me and my wife's student loans. And it wasn't always that way. I've had debt before, you know what I'm saying? But mostly I carry I do, I'm very familiar with personal debt a lot, and, and, and I'm, I'm also familiar with, with the business debt a lot. So, um, I do have, you know, every year I do find myself in debt in terms of business, even though I pay it off, but I find myself back into it, okay? Because I'm so used to being able to pay it. I'm so used to, you know, uh, uh, just, 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 you know, I pay thousands, you know, tens of thousands of dollars i i spend tens of thousands of dollars tens of thousands of dollars uh in business debt and i pay off tens of thousands of dollars in business debt, and that's cool you know that's cool to do but i do carry balances you know and i end up carrying balances every year even though i pay it off you know uh at the end of the year or around january i usually pay it off with the with the with the uh, proceeds from Q4. Q4 is pretty well, it does, that's pretty good for me. So, um, <clears throat> but I end up back into debt. Okay. So that is naturally, it worked against me. Right. 
See, I could use that all that money if I were to invest that money that I keep going into debt for. And it's just, you know, and, you know, I, I can I can honestly say that I can do without the debt that I carry. You know, I could do without, you know, it's just me, you know, trying some things out or, you know, uh, spending money on this, overspending on over here on, on business stuff and overspending on inventory here or you know, just doing stuff that I, I don't have to do, you know, but I overdo it. And I end up carrying maybe 10 grand in debt the whole year. You know what I'm saying? And not being able to pay it off, uh, you know, until the end of the year. Or the beginning of next year. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I'm naturally used to that. My bar has been raised. You know? Not everybody can do something like that, right? Not everybody can just, oh, you know, I'm just in debt, you know, 10, 20,000. And then, you know, I don't have to worry about paying it off until the end of the year. But the problem is I'm paying interest, right? So, I'm paying an, uh, my, I'm, I'm, I'm basically an asset for someone else. Now, if I were to invest that, you know, 10, 15,000 every year, if I were to ever invest it, I'd be paying my future self. All right. I would raise the bar like, oh, I do have money to invest. See, sometimes I'm like, man, I don't have money to invest. I don't have anything to like invest. But no, I don't have anything to invest because I'm paying somebody who's investing, who's using me as an investment. I'm paying them. Okay. Instead of me paying, uh, paying to invest in something I'm the investment. I'm being the investment, right? So uh, that's where it can work against you. Um, and then everybody has, everybody may have a different version of of how they raise the bar and they naturally raise the bar to do something that um, pulls them back or, you know, you know, that's negative, you know? Um, but, but, just, you know, I'm, I'm learning to switch my mindset. It's like, okay, I need to pay off this debt. And I, I need to, okay, focus on not thinking I can't afford to invest or do something for myself, for my future self, and just, just do it. You know, set up something that's $500 or $1,000 a month into an investment, right? So get that set up. Because once I get that set up, I naturally raise the bar, once I get my thousand dollars a month set up to, you know, put money into maybe a dividend paying stock or S and P five hundred. Once I do that, a thousand dollars every single month that comes out of my account into my investment account, it naturally raises the bar. Naturally, now I'm going to do everything in my power. Instead of doing everything in my power to make sure my bills are paid, I'm doing everything in my in my power to make sure my investments are paid. Okay. So you naturally raise the bar on yourself when you, uh, now I kind of went off on a tangent there, but to tie it back into income, once you start making a certain income, once you go from $20 to a day to $25 a day and $40 a day and $50 a day and then up to $100 a day, you are gonna, you're going to do everything in your power naturally to make sure you don't make less than that. Okay. Naturally, it's going to be natural too. It's not going to, you know, take a lot out of you to do that. It's just going to be natural. Okay. But it also works against you too. If you're naturally doing things negative, you're going to just naturally like, and specifically when it comes to debt, if you're constantly paying off debt, 
talking about myself and everybody else that this happens to. You get so used to making sure your bills are paid instead of making sure your investments are paid. Instead of making sure your savings are paid. You know, naturally raising that bar for that. And the reason why I'm, I'm talking about investments, stuff like that, that that's what that's where my my um my new field of study has been focusing on. I've been focusing on investing and saving and retiring and things like that. Um in in in, in you know, and rightfully so, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to be 33 this year. Um and it, it's just and, and and luckily it's not too late, you know what I'm saying? So to to start focusing on this, but um I'll get into maybe that in a, in a different time, but you know, I need to really be focusing on, yeah, cool. You know, I'm, I'm taking risks in business, but if we aren't investing, if we aren't investing to pay our future selves, because right now the business doesn't pay my future self, right? My business pays for me right now, right? Yeah. Even though I'm, you know, I'm making, uh, you know, I'm making a decent amount of money, you know, even though, even though things have been going down, um, it's time to, to to take it to the next level in terms of compounding my returns, right? So compounding my returns, I'll give a quick example, then I'm going to get off of here. So compounding my returns, right? Um, if you take your profits from your business, right? So you take a profit from your business and you spend it all. So let's say, so let's say your return is 50%. Let's say this month... Your profit is fifty percent of your um, <clears throat> of your top line. So your bottom line is fifty percent of your top line. And then let's say you spend it all. Your return that month was fifty percent. Okay, but let's say let, 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 let's say, let's give an example of how you can compound your returns. So your your uh, your profit is fifty percent. And let's just give an extreme example just for the purpose of understanding what I'm saying. An extreme example is instead of spending that 50%, right, you put it into a financial asset. Let's let's say, for example, it's a dividend-paying stock, you know, um, for example, that pays a return. You've now compounded your return. So let's say that return is made, I don't know, maybe 5 5%, 2%, 3% annual percentage return or annual percentage yield you took you took a return the 50% return to buy another return so now your your return your total return is going to compound it's going to keep working for you okay now uh, of course you, you might not take all of your profits from one single month and put it into an investment but you now you understand what i'm saying though even if it's a part of your 50 percent return you know you take 20 percent of your 50 percent return even even though you do the, even if you do that and then buy a an, an asset whether it's uh, uh, a stake in a real estate investment trust whether it's a piece of cash flowing property whether it's a dividend paying stock or um a bond or whatever, you know, something that gives you cash flow, you now compounded your return, right? So that's the shit I'm on right now. 
I'm I'm transitioning from being the asset because I'm the because well, look when you're an entrepreneur and you know you're using debt and you're using other people's money you're the asset which is fine that's cool there's nothing wrong with that you know you're the asset but if you're not paying yourself if you're not buying assets if you're not building a portfolio of assets um it would be all for nothing you know you would just be the asset to them you're not you're not really getting anything you know they're 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 getting passive income from you right so when i pay interest to a bank that's passive income for them right they're paying for them now <clears throat> Sometimes I think, sometimes I used to think like, man, um, the returns are so low. Like why would, you know, um, you know, if I bought like, for example, um, one of my interests is, uh, are, you know, peer to peer lending. Right. So, you know, I remember, you know, uh, you know, back when lending, lending club started, uh, was it lending club? Yeah. Lending club and prosper. You can buy these notes. Right. You buy these notes and you get, you know, 5%, maybe 17% if you buy a high-risk note. But the returns would be so low. Like, you know, you make $3 a month or $2 a month or a dollar a month. Um, I understand now why that makes sense. I, I understand why that makes sense. Like, if I, like, the interest that I pay a bank, a lot of times I look at my credit card or whatever, it's like $70. You know, what are they, they going to do with $70? They can't even pay a month, right? So... Uh, 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 employee salary is $50,000, you know, or $4,000 a month. Right. And, and so what are they going to do with 70? Now, here's how I think about it now without going too deep. I think about it now without going too deep. Well, if the bank is willing to accept a 2% return on a monthly basis, okay, why won't I accept that? They they obviously are doing something. There's there's obviously a reason they're doing this. They wouldn't do this if it wasn't profitable or if it didn't make sense. So even without me knowing why the fuck they do it, I should be doing what they're doing. Without even understanding why they do it. Now I now I do want to understand why they do it, and I'm getting closer to that understanding. But um if it's good enough for them and they have all this overhead, it's good enough for me. That's how I'm thinking about it now. It's like, you know, I'm tripping. I, I am really tripping. I am really tripping. I am paying these people interest. I am being the asset and I'm not buying any assets. And they're getting these assets, the cash flow, $5 a month. You know what I'm saying? But, oh, now I, un it, it's, it's about compounding. That's what it's really about. It's about compounding your return. So taking those profits, taking that, taking that $5 a month and then buying another and then, you know, lending that $5, $5 to someone else. And then that $5 makes 20 cents, you know what I'm saying? And you take your 20 cents and then you, you know, you invest it. Uh, and it, the math is all screwed up. But the, the point is you just take the money, take the return, take the profit and lend it or loan it again or uh, not loan it but lend it again and let the profit make profit and that's the the whole point of the compounding interest is the uh, eighth wonder of the world but i'll leave it there folks um uh
thank you guys for for uh, you know taking the time out to to listen to me again. I appreciate that always, and I will be back as soon as I can. You guys take care. Peace.